episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page, homeschool curriculum for hands-on, creative, and gifted learners. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast, episode number 26. In this week's episode, the moms talk about using their new Seize the Year Wall calendars to get organized and using incentives and rewards to help homeschooling run more smoothly. <laughs> mom, mom, where's my glasses? Honey, where's my glasses? Why is a dog wearing a tutu? Where are my shoes? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? I'm hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And we're the the Savvy Homeschool Moms. So Tina, what's the time code this week to skip to the end of our chit chat? 18 minutes, 42 seconds. So Becky, what was your week like? You know, our week was very quiet. We, <laughs> I was thinking back on this week and trying to figure out what to talk about on the show, and I realized we didn't do a whole heck of a lot. We were very um, homebound this. Well, it's been a week and couple of days, I guess, but we've been really homebound this week and couple of days. <laughs> uh, so let me just tell you a few things that happened, and um, you know, I think everybody has weeks like that where they just kind of don't do a whole lot. Sure. So uh, let's see. Um, Sunday we had the Mardi Gras parade. Yep. Um, which is why we didn't get the show reco- recorded on Sunday. I, I don't know about you, but that's when we got back from the Mardi Gras parade. We were pretty wiped out. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice to meet up with you guys and so with Carly and with our friend Sean, who we never get to see, even yeah. though he lives a few blocks away from me. It's terrible. <laughs> I never see them. Um, and uh, But the Mardi Gras parade this year was kind of small. It was kind of It sad. was very small. Yeah. And I, I have to say I was sorely disappointed that the Rogue Festival didn't have a float this year, but mm. we just didn't get it together. I was really looking forward to being on it. Shh, don't tell anyone. Maybe next year. <laughs> I was looking forward to it because it was a space theme, and I was going to do the whole Doctor Who thing. <gasps> oh, that would have been cool. Wouldn't that have been awesome? But, yeah. oh, well, you know, life goes on, I guess. <laughs> and um, let's see. Oh, the kids had their enrichment classes. We're on meeting week this week, so there's no uh, classes this week. But um, right. last week, the kids had their classes. And um, Jack's class and Tieran's class, too, right, right. right. made uh, stone soup, which was awesome because uh, between you and me, Jack hates <laughs> Everything. I mean, like the child will not. I made tortellini with a homemade Alfredo sauce the other day, and he wouldn't even touch it. Oh no! And who makes homemade Alfredo sauce? Come on! <laughs> and um, and I was so excited when I walked in, and he actually had the bowl, and he was eating the soup. <laughs> Victory! <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had a little. Did you have a little bit of it? No, I didn't feel like it, but oh, it was really pretty good, actually. Yeah, I, that's I was what I kept amazed. hearing. I was amazed at how well they had done. Um, so that was fun, and um, let's see what else. Oh, we got a new calendar. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, we got a new seize the year calendar. It's a wall calendar. It came from newyear.net. Uh huh. Spelled, um, spelled N E U. Right, yeah. N E U. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's the whole year at a glance. Uh, and it, I'm currently overwhelmed with it right at the moment. <laughs> I have the right on wipe off version. Right. And I don't know what I want to write on it yet. <laughs> I think I'll probably be safe if I go in and fill in everybody's birthdays. Right. And then um, after that, I'm not quite sure what I want to put on it. There's so much space and so many, you know, it's like, uh, it's kind of overwhelming to look at the whole year at one time and try to think of what you need to put on it. Well, I, I already grabbed it and started putting all the events around town. I actually started doing this because I... um. I am planning Discovery Center events now, and I need to know what else is happening around the time when we might want to do an event, and make sure mm-hmm. we don't coordinate, you know, cor- that we coordinate so we don't conflict with some some other big event, like the year that we did it the same as Vintage Days. That was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I started sticking all the major events around town on here. I haven't finished yet, but it's kind of cool because there's just so many neat things to do, and kids come over and they're like, "Why is Zoo Lights, Zoo Lights, Zoo Lights, Zoo Lights for like the whole?" <laughs> <laughs> month of December I'm like well because they do it like the whole month of December practically exactly. <laughs> but it's cool and then I'm, I'm I'm putting in you know all our ERCLC days and then once we get field trips and I actually really like this idea of being able to see the whole year and you can kind of see like the months that you don't really have much plan obviously the further months along we haven't planned out yet so that's why there's nothing there but it's nice to see what events will be happening at that time right and kind of see at a glance what kind of things you've got on your schedule and if it's a busy week or not and 
Um, and I have Rogue on here, so I know when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Becky will return to me on uh, March the 10th. <laughs> Becky's like, brain will return from vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think I'm very excited about it. And um, we should mention also that they have the regular calendar year, or you can get it as the academic year, which I'm thinking for next school year might be really worth getting. Yeah, um, I agree. As the school year. So you can plan out what I was thinking, because I think their idea here is for you to plan out big goals and stuff like that. Like they, one of the things that little flyer that came with it was talking about breaking your goals into manageable pieces and spreading it throughout the year. So you have deadlines. Yeah. So that's something to, to think about if there's some major goal. Like, for example, my kids are all of a sudden all into knitting. I'd like to. <laughs> maybe put something on here because I decided that I'm going to learn to knit with them. And uh, maybe I'll put in like, you know, be able to knit a scarf or something by whatever month. (laughs) Right. So that I can actually, you know, try to achieve that. So we'll see. (laughs) Very cool. It's a matter of squeezing it in. But now the anyway. calendar you got isn't the write on wipe off, right? No, I have the, and I actually prefer to be able to write it on, on because I've noticed with the wipe, wh- like with my whiteboard, my kids will frequently mess with it. And once it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like it gets, it'll get leaned against sometimes, although it's up high enough to where that doesn't usually happen. But maybe if they're writing something else on the board, they'll accidentally write, uh, erase something. And so I don't rely on it. It's not. You know, it it's not necessarily going to stay there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I like the idea of being able to write on. Pen- I've used pencil on mine so that I, it doesn't get totally messy, and, awesome. and then I can yeah, I can pencil out the, how the how the year's going to go, and I like it. I'm, I'm I'm kind of excited about it. So we'll have to see how it goes as time goes on. But I'm already like I got half my year filled in. Um, with You're stuff. so far ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still a lot more stuff I need to put on here. I. I haven't put birthdays on here. I don't know if I'm going to put everything on here because I still do have my regular wall calendar. And mm-hmm. birthdays aren't something I necessarily have to plan a year in advance for. And my kids' birthdays, I don't forget. So <laughs> right, right. So I might just leave those on the other calendar, the one that I mark the days off on. I haven't marked the days off on this one. I don't know if I will or not, but I might. Who knows? Anyway, so... I guess that transitions into my week because yeah, you were done with yours, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, so I hope your week was better than mine. How was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't do much either. Um, we did get math done every single day, and the kids are right on track with math. I'm very proud of them. Yay. They are staying right on track with math. Or if we get like a date, like yesterday, Tieran didn't do a, his page, and so I said, well, now you need to do two pages today, or you can take that and split it in half, do one and a half today and one and a half tomorrow. And so he decided to do that. And I said, that's fine, as long as the whole th- packet gets done by the end of the week. I don't really care how you do it. If he right. gets much more than two pages that he needs to do, though, it's going to be way too overwhelming. So I'm really pushing him to stay on top of it. So that's good, because I've, I've actually got a copy of the next, because the math, I think we've mentioned before, Math Mammoth splits each year into two, A and B. Yes. And I actually got, I asked for a copy of B to make sure that I was able to plot it out. So we would be done at the pace we're going, would be done with the book by the end of the year. And mm. we, assuming we stay on task, which we've been doing really well with, um, we will be done where, right where, we'll be right where I want to be. So I'm very happy about that. That continues to, progress i'm very happy yeah i know oh my goodness you didn't mention our science co-op oh you're right i didn't like i completely forgot you talk about it then yeah we did our science co-op we did we only did one tiny little lesson i don't feel like it was there was a whole lot to it (laughs) no it was kind of tiny it was a tiny (laughs) one but that's okay um we got together and talked about bones on uh Wait, we, I guess we didn't talk about the muscles. Will be this week, right? We, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna do the arm where they show the flex muscle. Yeah. This time. Yeah. So they put together a skeleton, and Maven was just like, "Do I have to do this?" Because it definitely is beneath her. It's very young. Although I'm yeah. gonna make her label all the bones. I just haven't sat down and done it done yet. But I told her. And that's what you could do with this: is that you yeah. can make it more age appropriate for her by saying, "Well, okay, you go ahead and you know." Uh, labeled the major bones. I wasn't going to even bother to try with Jack because there's, yeah. it would be me labeling the bones, you know. Right. No, and I might even have Tieran label at least some of the major ones. I'm not sure yet. We'll see how that goes. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to have her do that because I told her <laughs> she's like, do I have to do this? And I told her I need a work sample for science and since I don't have anything else right now 
because most of their science is, is just, you know, living life and exploring. I mean, today she was checking out a, a flicker in our backyard and then she drew pick. Well, actually, I, I, actually I'm going to have her bring her nature journal in because she did just journal um, pictures of, of flicker feathers that she found in the backyard and drew, I think she drew a whole flicker too, actually. So um, that'll be good, actually, now that I think about it. But at the time when we did the science co-op, I didn't have anything. <laughs> So oh yeah! I was like I need a I need a sample to give to Mary Ellen this week because it's meeting week. So she sat down and did it begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah, but oh well. And let's see what else. Um, well, like I said, we're um, um, our our um, schedule is kind of coming along nicely. I'm actually um, getting more and more stuff done, although not as much as I'd like to get done, but still baby steps, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm obsessed right now with getting all of our. Um, getting savvy homeschool moms completely tidied up and SEO friendly and, um, and get all of our episodes pinned. So I have to go into each episode and figure out, cause before when we started off, we didn't have an image on each page. Right. And so I'm coming up with an image for each episode. And that's for some of the topics, it's a real pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, some of them are pretty easy because I just, you know, I'll just grab a generic picture of one of our kids, one a picture of yours or my kids doing something homeschooly, and well, that's good enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm t- working on that, and um, also I'm going to overhaul the whole theme on the site. I don't like the theme on the on the website anymore; it's bugging me. So, but I'm going to do that later because I think the SEO and all this pinning stuff is more important. So, but you'll right. probably see a. Um, a new look on the site, maybe not a complete look, maybe just a big tweak, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But I'm not happy with it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I never really was. I kind of threw something together really quickly, and I've just never taken the time to make a nice, a, a nice template for it. So, uh, let's see what else. I am also I just started today using using my um, doors that we have painted as chalkboards in the um, schoolroom. Um, yeah. I started using them as to-do list for the kids. Awesome. Um, I decided one was Tierns and one was Mavens and wrote their name and chalk on the, and I um, actually posted today on Instagram. So that should be on our Facebook page and maybe we'll put it in the show notes too. Um, it looks really good. I'm really happy. I, and I just, I'm just starting with writing the math and language arts that they need to do every day and writing that on there. And so then when they're done, they check it off and didn't go over super well today, but it will eventually. New things never go over well. <laughs> It'll grow on them. <laughs> yeah. So they'll have a checklist to check off and, um, or at least check to make sure that they did all their work and whether or not they check it off, I don't care. But so, and then I'm, you know, trying to keep all of their work together in one place, which is actually not all that, um, regularly happening but it's doing more now <laughs> I, I found too much that i had to go wander all over the house to find their math because wherever they were finished it they left it and it's like a pain in the butt so <laughs> yeah it's all over the place because you need an inbox yeah well I, I mean i do take it i when i remember i'll take it and put it i do have a box that i that i throw everything in that still needs to be checked and um registered or um charted you know on my my little graph that i do for um or table that I fill in for Mary Ellen and just for my records. But, um, but it doesn't always make it in there. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm also using, I'm actually finding some really great ways to use some apps that I have had for a while, but then never really used. I started using the home routines app again. I think I mentioned that last week. Yeah. I'm also started using Toodledo. Have you seen this? It's a to-do list app. I haven't. It's called Toodledo. I got it years ago. Well, maybe not years ago, but like, I don't know, a year or two ago, um, that uh, it's for, you know, it's another to-do list thing. And it's, um, there is a to-do list within home routines, but I don't know. I, I like using that just for the routine. So now I'm finding that whenever I think of things that I need to do on a website or, or anything, really, I'm just sticking it in my to-do list and I'm trying to make myself remember to check that before. Uh, like when I sit down at the computer and I know that right now is my time to work on homeschool realm, I want to look on my app and look on the homeschool full homeschool realm full folder and find out what I had recently stuck in there to say, make sure you get this done first. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. So, you know, like working on pinning, you know, cause I need to do that with homeschool realm too, is get all of the, maybe not go all the way back, but go back at least for a little ways and pin, you know, make images that are pinnable for every, for every blog post, that kind of thing. So 
So that way, because oftentimes I'll sit down at the computer and I'll be like, okay, what am I going to (laughs) do? Yeah. So that's actually helping me a lot. And then my brain, you know, is always going a million miles a minute. And I come up with all these really cool ideas all the time. And then I don't know what to do with them. So I started using the app Scatterbrain. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that one? I haven't. I have had the, it's another one I've had for a while. And it's, I thought it looked really cool. It's very visually appealing to me. You can change each, um, uh, of course, Tieran's got my phone, so I can't look at it. But <laughs> um, each you can make categories, and you make each category a different color. So whenever I'm brainstorming and I come up with a cool idea for Savvy Homeschool Moms, I've got a color for that, and I just go in there and I just write up whatever my idea is, so that it, it sit there. It's like a brain purge, you know, <laughs> so that it doesn't have to sit in my brain, and I can move on to whatever else that I was trying to do, and and I don't have to keep thinking about that because now I've got it down. Right, and it's recorded, and I can come back to it later to think on it some. Which I think is really helpful for those of us with ADD whose brains are always going a bazillion miles a minute. Now we <laughs> just a... find a way to have it in the shower. Yeah. Like, yes. All my really good ideas. Are yes. Like, how many yes. times have I texted you and be like, I just got out of the shower and I was just thinking, you know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I do that. My best thinking in the shower too. Maybe it's because it's the only place that's quiet. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, it's not quiet. I have I have my music going, but I don't have anybody yelling at me or pulling yeah. at me or anything. And all you can do is sit and stare at the wall. So what else exactly. are you going to do besides think? Apply conditioner. Wait for three minutes. All right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm really digging it. It's it's really, I, I, I couldn't get into it before. You know how sometimes you just got to come back to something and then it, oh, all yeah. of a sudden it clicks? Both Toodledoo and Scatterbrain, they looked so cool. And Home Routines, they all look so cool. And I just never could figure out a way to make it work for me. And it's starting to actually work. Because I I like having the separate apps to be able to do separate things. For some reason, that's working really well for me instead of having it all integrated into one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm really, really happy about this. This is working out really well. We'll see as time goes on. You know, I'm sure that something <laughs> will change because that always <laughs> does. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then we've been doing the Journey North Mystery Class. We continued to do that. And we've done it a couple times now. Um not exactly on the day when they report, but, <laughs> but we oh, do wow. it, we do it, you know, a couple of days later is fine. It doesn't matter as long as you don't get too bad, too far behind. But we're, it was really exciting because yesterday Maven and I charted out, um, the classes from last week, um, and, and did our own as well. And now, now we finally got two dates on the, on the graph. So now we, you know, you put the dot and you put the dot and then you draw the line between the two. And uh-huh. now you can start to see a pattern. And now it's getting dramatic because it was just dots mm-hmm. before. So now it's dun, getting dun, dramatic. Dun. You can see this country has lost a whole chunk of time in sunlight and this country has gained a whole chunk of time and this one barely moved at all. You know, it's, it's really interesting already just seeing that. I can only imagine what's going to happen as time goes on. If awesome. you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go back to last, last week's episode. I think we talked about the Journey North Mystery Class in more depth, I believe, didn't we? Yes, we did. I think we did, yeah. So, and the link will be in the show notes as well, if you're wondering what the heck I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And then today I started working on a country report to use for Amazing Race. Maven has requested that we watch the episodes as they're happening and not, or or at least not being, you know, weeks behind. (laughs) So we're going to try to stay on task this time and not do too much like I tried to do too much last time. But that's okay, because I learned from it. And <laughs> so I'm I'm creating a list of things that I want us to look up for each country and, and that kind of thing. And I'm going to make a, make a whole file for it, and we'll see where it goes. And now we'll take a short break and hear from our sponsors. Please do listen. This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. Do you remember what it's like to be an adolescent? Postcards from Youth needs youth photographers' images and words to participate in the conversation. If you have children aged 11 to 17, we invite you to have them submit photos they have taken of their surroundings, family, friends, community, interests, and concerns to our website, postcardsfromyouth.com. So now we're going to talk about our books of the week. So what have you guys been reading? 
once again, we've had a really lazy <laughs> week around here at Guest Academy, and um, we've almost finished with Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, and um, Danielle checked out um, Dragon Riders by the same author as Inkheart, Cornelia. Oh, Cornelia Funk. Yes, thank you. Yes, and, love her. Um, I had mentioned to her that I have Inkheart on audiobook because I had listened to it uh, like a year ago. And so she seems interested in listening to that. So it looks like we're going to move on from Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator here soon, and we're going to start Inkheart. Awesome. Um, I think that the audiobook will be okay. And there's some parts of the movie that are kind of intense. Well, um, the, the books are very intense, just to warn you. I don't know whether or not that will be relevant for you. But for anybody else out there listening, it was very violent. Um, I remember reading it. Of course, my daughter was a lot younger when I read them. So my idea of what was very violent and now might not be exactly the same. But as I recall, I remember it was it was kind of at times shockingly, shockingly violent for me. But yeah. that might not be the same for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not as worried about them hearing it as I am about them seeing it. Yeah, you know oh, I mean? sure, sure. Yeah. So, But um, fabulous, like, fabulous yes. books. Oh, my gosh, I could not put them down. They were so good. In fact, I want to read them again. Well, I've only read Inkheart. I've only read the first one. So um, I will let you all know yes. uh, as we get into listening to it here pretty soon. And uh, she's also still reading the Goddess Girls book. She was at the library and she's like, I'm 10 now. Can I read two books at a time? Because I always am <laughs> reading two books at a time. It's very <laughs> rare that I'm only reading one thing at any given time. Like one thing on my Kindle and, and a paperback or whatever. And um, so like right now I'm still trying to finish The Bridge Across Forever um, in paperback. Uh-huh. Uh, and also reading The Dark Monk on the Kindle. And uh, so she was like, can I read more than one book at a time? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you can give it a try. See how it works for you. Some people yeah. can't do it. Some people, right. their brains can't handle two storylines at the same time. But Right. That's how Maven is. She refuses to pick up another book until she's done with one. Yeah. Well, Danielle's <laughs> always reading two books at a time because she's reading whatever she's reading for herself. And then she's also reading what she's reading for language art. So oh, right, right. I don't see a lot of difference there. And then Jack is still obsessed with big uh, big uh, machinery and things like that. We just got a bunch of new books on fire engines, flying machines, police cars, all that kind of fun stuff. We went and cleaned out the nonfiction section at the Gillis Library again the other day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we go in and, and it's funny, we go in and check out 40 books at a time and not a single one of them is fiction. <laughs> all nonfiction. Cool. Well, I mean, I guess you can count like the DK readers with like Star Wars. I mean, uh-huh. technically, Star Wars is fiction, but it's in yeah. the nonfiction because it's about how the stuff in Star Wars works. So that's kind oh, of yeah. But, you know, we it's okay. I don't mind if they don't read fiction at this point. No. Oh. Reading is reading. Reading is reading, yes. <laughs> oh, and, and, and um, on the subject of reading, while we were at the library, they had the tail wagging tutors there. Do you oh, know about that? Oh, yes. The dogs. Yes, they have therapy dogs that come into the library to have children read to them. And Danielle read a story, the st- Ollie's story to Ollie, which was kind of a little dog that was there. It was kind of cute. Cute. I couldn't actually get a picture of her reading to the dog at the same time, but I got a picture of her reading and I got a picture of her and the dog. So I was good. Cute. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it for us. So now tell us all of the fabulous things you guys have been reading. <laughs> <laughs> Not as many as last time, because last time there was almost a month that I had to cover, but this has only been a week, so. Oh, right, right. Not as much. Um, let's see. Together, we we finished A Year Without Autumn by Liz Kessler. We had been reading that for the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, that is such a good book. Oh, I cannot say enough about it. Liz Kessler is an amazing author, and it. it's making me want to go back and dive into all the Emily Winsnap. And I forgot they also have the Philippa Fisher books also, which is fabulous. It's a girl with a um, – she has a fairy steps a fairy god sister. <laughs> it's it's really cute. Um, so we'll have to read all those. But A Year Without Autumn was completely different topic. Um, that was the time travel one. And it was so good. I can't even say enough about it. I, I couldn't stop reading. It was fabulous. Wow. So, yeah, really liked it. Um, of course, I like young adult books, like kid chapter books a lot. So I think I, I definitely <laughs> read a lot more kid books than I do adult books. But let's see. We're still working on The Orange Trees of Ver- Versailles. Um, haven't gotten any further on that actually. I'm off schedule with reading extra stuff. Um, and we started last night. Um, Tiran wanted a bedtime story, but Maven didn't want to listen. She just wanted to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let's, I'm going to, I'll start reading Finch's Fabulous Furnace again because she's heard it before. So I'm reading that to Tiran now. Have you heard of that one before? It's really old. 
No, it's I called haven't. the Finch's Fabulous Furnace. It's really good. I read it to Mavo when she was little. It's about a family that moves into a house that has a volcano in the basement. <laughs> it's just a crack in the floor, kind of, but or like a hole, kind of a hole, I guess, in the floor. But and it's like takes place in like the 1950s or something like that. It's it's a pretty old book. My mom said she liked it when she was a kid. So, um, but I found it like at a thrift store ages ago, and it would turn out to be really, really good. And I'm think I'm thinking that we can uh, bring in some. Uh, learning about volcanoes here too. Awesome. So, yeah. So well, that's what we're working on together. Um, Maven is still working her way through the Guardians of Gahul series. Mm-hmm. She, for her second time, she finished number eight and she decided to skip nine to 11 because she says nine, 10 and 11 were all um, just books with the, with the legends of the owls in uh-huh. them. So she didn't feel like reading them again. They were, it wasn't the storyline. It was legends. So she skipped to 12 and she, um, I think it goes up to 15. I believe she has them all. Oh, wow. Um, so she's, she's still got a couple more books left. But um, that's what she's working on right now. And then Tyrion started reading. I think I said this last week. He was reading Oliver Moon and the Potion Commotion. But he never picked it back up again. Um, he's still got a bookmark in it. So I'm hoping he'll come back to it again. But this week I went and I picked up Magic, which is spelled M-A-G-Y-K by Angie Sage. And it's the same author that wrote the uh, My Haunted House series with... Um, Araminta, Araminta, I forget what her name is, but it's it Araminta Spooky. Araminta, because they oh. call her they call her Minta. They call her Minty. Oh, okay. Her nickname is Minty, um, but it's Araminta um, Spooky. I think is her last name. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, but <laughs> she's yeah, so cute. I e. Um. Anyway, yeah, she um uh, uh wrote this series about Septimus. Septimus somebody or other. Septimus Heap, that's his name, the boy. Um, and I thought it was going to be on the same, because I think I had read it wrong when I was on Amazon. Um, I thought it was the same age level. So I thought it was going to be for Tyrion's age level and an early reader, but it's not. It's just a regular chapter book and it's quite thick. It's got over 500 pages. But oh, wow. he's decided he's going to read it. <laughs> so we'll see how far he gets. He may very well. He's already gotten a couple chapters in. So, <laughs> so the reading level is much higher. But it's still a kid's book, so I think I, I, he's probably not going to fully understand everything that he's reading in it. But um, if he wants to read it, uh, more power to him. It seems like a really good book, so I'm going to actually read it too because I'm actually was reading the back of it today, going, "Oh, I want to read that." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, "Are you sure you don't want me to read this to you out loud?" <laughs> he's like, "No, I want to read it to myself." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> So he's working on that. And then I'm still working on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Read a little bit more on that this week. But um, I'm having a hard time wanting to, you know, it's not, so far it hasn't been something that I want to devour. But I don't know. It could still happen. It's good. I'm not saying it's not good. It doesn't (laughs) bore me like the other thing. But I just so far haven't really gotten into it to that point where I'm like, I can't put it down. (laughs) But I am over halfway through the book. So I I forgot that I've got the, the, it's got like all five books in one. Mm-hmm. So it feels like I've hardly started, but then I went and looked to see where this book ends and I'm over halfway through. I'm like, oh, I guess I've read more than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so I had that good. same thing with, um, I was reading Game of Thrones, like the first three oh, books. Yeah. And I had All it on together. my Kindle and like I would read for like forever and then I would see I only moved forward like yeah. 2% and I was like oh that's right this is all three of the first those books. Those are big books. They're Each huge. One of them. Oh They're my gosh. Huge. Adam has them all. I finished the first two before I had to return it to the library and I was like, and I haven't checked it out to get the third book yet. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. I kept feeling like I wasn't getting anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like with this book. But it's a nice big book and I like reading big books because I like knowing that the story's not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> I got a long ways to go. Yeah. So our links of the week this week, what you got for us? Well, this week I have kind of a, kind of a silly link, actually. It's family.go.com. It's owned by the Disney people. Right. But um, I like this site because it's a fun place to go when you're just looking for like a little craft or a little thing to do, just something to add a little fun. They do have some homeschooling things there, um, but it's not very academic slanted. But um, if your child is really into Disney fairies or cars or, you know, a Nightmare for Christmas, anything like that, you can find all sorts of great printables, all sorts of great crafts, all sorts of recipes. They even have recipes that like tie into the... Um, into the different Disney movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just super cute. It's free. Um, and I printed off, they had some um, Alice in Wonderland when the Johnny Depp version of Alice in Wonderland came out. 
Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, I'm slightly obsessed with Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> um, when they came out, I actually, um, they had some little tags that you could print. And I ran my um, Shrinky Dink plastic through and made the tags into Shrinky Dinks. And I'm going to make them into a charm bracelet. I have them. I just haven't got the charm bracelet part together yet. But, um, <laughs> I mean, just all sorts of really super cute things um, and just fun. It's literally just for fun. There's not a, whole, a lot of educational content there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's you? some great birthday party stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. Lots of great birthday party stuff. Yeah. Well, my link this week that I wanted to share is called High Score House. And high is H-I-G-H. Um, score, high Score House. Mm-hmm. And the link will be in the show notes. Um, and it is a an online game. Let's see. The description here says, High Score House is an online game that is powered by the real world. You and your children decide on a set of tasks, like walking the dog or mowing the lawn and rewards, like an extra hour of TV time or a new game. Then as your children complete the tasks, they earn points that they can redeem for the rewards. Now, the reason I like this thing, although I don't know whether or not my kids will be into it, because we actually have done just fine with the way that we do rewards otherwise. Mm-hmm. But... um it's just graphically, it's really well made. It's just really slick and cute. It is. It's cute. got like a ha- adorable little house, and then once you set up your, once you set it up, I've got my Smith Nut House here. <laughs> you name your house, and then you give each child an account, and they have their own login. And um, then, so like I'm looking at the, it's like the entry of the house where it's got two doors, one for Maven and one for Tyrion, and you click on that, and it takes them to their room. And then there's daily challenges and you click on that and it'll take them to what they're supposed to be doing. And it has it divided by morning, afternoon, evening, and any time. And then there's check marks and X's. So you can uh, click on, you know, if they did something. And um, and I guess the idea is you fill it up with whatever they're supposed to get done and then they click the check mark as time goes on and as they do things. And then, and then they're able to, there's a toy box. I don't know if you can hear that. It might be in the recording. <laughs> it's a, it's a toy box opening. <laughs> and then you click on the toy box and it takes you to the reward store and you set it all up with whatever it is that you want to give them as the reward. And I, so far I only put one thing in here, one hour on the computer, which honestly is pretty much all we ever use for rewards. Cause that's what works. <laughs> yeah. And then they can, um, there's like, there's a little piggy, a piggy bank. It's really cute. <laughs> um, so then they can click on whatever it is that they want to earn and uh, I mean what they want to cash like if they have enough in their savings they can they can choose uh, whatever they earn they can choose to save it or they can choose to spend it and there's a little little bar that they that they put like a like a um, slot machine little b- handle that you pull up or down depending on if they want to spend it or save it and um, and then they can choose what uh, my rewards it pops up as a bookshelf and it doesn't mine doesn't have anything in it because I haven't put anything there yet apparently um so anyway it's just really really cute so it looks like they earn stars for each item that they get done mm-hmm. let me try putting one in i exited out for Tyrion. let me oh i haven't put anything in mavens never mind anyway so it looks really really cute and and in the parent dashboard you can fill in like anything and everything that you could possibly imagine um you could you know you can put in whatever you want for the rewards and whatever you want their tasks to be. And it's, it's really cool. I'm, I'm quite impressed. And it says that there's available on the app store as well, although I haven't been able to find it. So, um, I'll have to, maybe it's still, it might actually still be in, maybe they're still making it or something. I don't know. But, um, so anyway, that's the high score I looks like a cute site. So I recommend it. Excellent. And now is the time in our show when we like to give a little bit of listener recognition. First of all, I want to thank all of you guys. I put out the call for new iTunes reviews and you guys came through. Yay! Yay! We got like three new iTunes reviews from the from the time I posted to ask you guys to leave us reviews. We love reviews. Yes. So our first one is from Leanne31. Thank you so much for making a secular podcast. It was very much needed. Your show is fantastic and I am eagerly looking forward to new episodes. Thank, Thank you. you very much, Leanne. We appreciate that. Very nice. Yes. And then we got a, a review from a mom called, and she says, 
An excellent podcast based on most episodes. These two women have interesting conversations at the start of the show, and it feels like you are talking with friends. The quality of the sound is very good and feels professional. The information they provide is valuable, and I have used many of their, their suggestions, including researching their curriculum sponsor. Clearly, they put a lot of work into the podcast. I'm sad I cannot give them five stars. She, she gave us four. Yes. Um, based on a few observations. They mention how little money they have in what feels like many episodes. This is awkward and unrelated to homeschooling per se. I suppose you can have an episode called homeschooling on a budget or something like that, but hearing about having no money is not why I listen to your podcast. Another reason to remove a star is that lately the show is no longer a weekly show. They should change the expectations and acknowledge they are not able to record weekly. Otherwise, it is very good and I highly recommend. Excellent. So thank you, uh, Mom called for mom your called. <laughs> for your candid <laughs> thoughts. Um, yeah, we, we just feel like we're keeping it real. That's basically what Becky and I think. <laughs> we're yeah. s- this is our life. And, you know, I think a lot of people have a, have a misconception that homeschoolers have a lot of money. So <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, we're dispelling myths with our with our life. But we're just keeping it real and talking about what's, what is first and foremost on our minds. So. Yeah. And then um, you guys that follow us on Facebook um, are probably the most in the know as to what all is going on with our lives. Whenever we're not able to record an episode, we always post on Facebook and talk about what, what's going on in our lives. So we've had a lot of stuff happening in the last couple of months. But as of this week, we are back on track to weekly. So hopefully yes. our goal is to be weekly again. We had, you know, two months or so of off and on between Becky's surgery and the holidays and right, all well, that and then my vacation. And there was me being broken and then programmer yes. was broken and yes. you know so we you yeah. know we our goal is definitely weekly which is why we don't want to change the expectation because if right. you guys expect us weekly that pushes us to be exactly more on topic and or on track as far as getting these done weekly. So yeah. Um, and we apologize if, if anyone comes to look for us weekly and we're not there. But like you said, check the Facebook page. Most likely there'll be a reason why we're not there. Right. Absolutely. And if you're not on Facebook yet, come follow us on Facebook because uh, we post all of our updates there. Um, I don't always get to posting to the blog about what's going on, although I'm trying to do that more. Um, mm-hmm. More, much more likely to post right to Facebook when when something goes wrong or, you know, we recorded and it's coming, you know, that kind of thing. We like to let people know that it's on its way. I just need exactly. to process it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're homeschooling moms just like the rest of you. And so we have our lives that make things difficult. I know, I know most of you guys under, totally understand that. So <laughs> we all have our lives. But we always appreciate any input from any yes. of our listeners. Definitely. We appreciate it. And uh and always, always take it into consideration. Yes. Yes. Speaking of input. <laughs> yes. Before we get into our next topic, um, our homeschool topic for this week, right. um, we want to talk about the fact that we have some interviews coming up. Right. We have two people who have graciously agreed to be our guinea pigs for learning <laughs> how to interview people. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is new to Tina and I, so yes. um, bear with us while we learn what we're doing. But... Um, we have one friend who um, has agreed to come and be interviewed about homeschooling with autism. You want to tell a little bit about her? Um, well, I know that she's been an unschooler. I believe she's still, well, she's actually going through um, one of the K-12 programs, I think, one of the virtual schools right now. So I guess they're not technically unschooling anymore. But um, uh, yes, her son is, has, is autistic and she is um, a former school teacher, actually, and She's also our local um, leader of uh, Attachment Parenting International group. So mm-hmm. she's she's um, very she's very together. Yes. <laughs> I always feel like when I need to know something about you know the way the schools do things. If I have a question about anything like that, she'll know because she was in the schools for a while, and her husband is still a principal of a school. Um, if I have a question about attachment parenting or whatever, I go to her about that and really pretty mm-hmm. much anything. She's, she's just a really <laughs> smart lady. <laughs> she's got her stuff together. Exactly. So, and then having the additional, um, experience of dealing with a child with autism and homeschooling a child with autism. She has one child in school and one child that's homeschooled. Um, I think that gives her uh, even more insights. So we're hoping that you guys might have some questions that you would like us to pose to her. So if you could uh, send your questions to us, um, either call our voicemail or email us, um, then we can uh, 
get those to her so that she can think about them ahead of time. That would be wonderful. Yes. And then we have a second person who is um, Deborah Marcus, who I'm going to let you talk about because I know you know her pretty well too. <laughs> Deborah Marcus is um, awesome. She is uh, was the publisher of Secular Homeschool Magazine. And of course, she's a secular homeschooler. And um, not only that, she's just awesome. She's really funny. <laughs> she has a great sense of humor. Um, you might have heard of her before, but you don't know it yet. If you've yeah. ever read the Bitter Homeschoolers Wishlist, yep. <laughs> that is Deborah Marcus. And if you yeah. haven't read it anywhere and it didn't credit her, you need to go and yell at them because yeah. you need to be crediting her every time they post it anywhere. Yep. <clears throat> so we're really looking forward to interviewing her as well. Yes, and we're waiting for her to tell us some ideas because we know that she's she's an author or yes. she's attempting to be an author. <laughs> yes. She's trying to get published right now. She's working on a yeah, working on getting published. But reading, well, I mean, she is an author because she's written all kinds of ar- articles from her magazines. Half of the articles in all of her magazines were hers, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, um, and she's really, really a good author. <laughs> <laughs> So if you would like to um, have us ask a question of either um, our friend who's the topic is homeschooling with autism, or if you know about Deborah Marcus and you have a question for her, um, just go ahead and send it to us at moms at savvyhomeschoolmoms.com or give us a call at 559-426-6670 and we may play your question on the air actually that would be really cool we'd love to be able to do that yes that would be so much fun (laughs) yes (laughs) let's make us look really professional (laughs) so sometimes i think we're just a little too giddy about this stuff i know (laughs) it's all brand new i know in a few years we'll be like and another interview (laughs) and more recordings but right now it's all brand new so we're excited another sponsor contact with us they want to you know (laughs) yeah oh gee (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to our topic. Yes. So this week's topic, we decided that we would talk about homeschooling with incentives or rewards. And um, homeschooling is hard. (laughs) We all know this. Those of us who are smack in the middle of it, um, you know, struggles with kids, with your kids over getting work done is very common. I mean, Mm. Becky and I are constantly texting each other oh no (laughs) they won't listen to me you know i mean because your kids are so comfortable with you they're gonna fight with you on things that they would never fight with a school teacher over you know they would would never throw a tantrum over doing math in school most likely most kids (laughs) i know mine wouldn't (laughs) so um and while i agree that kids don't necessarily need to get a reward for every single thing that they do we found in our house that using rewards to help them get their schoolwork done has really worked wonderfully actually get anything done not just schoolwork Uh, (laughs) has worked really wonderfully to get work done and with less fuss i mean come on let's face it the whole world the whole real world is based around rewards um, you, you go to all the work to train yourself or go to college and, or go to technical school or anything like that to learn how to do a certain skill and your reward is getting a good job. Right. Or you, if you do your job really well, you may get a reward of getting paid, of course, <laughs> you hope you do. Or, um, and if you do really, really well at that job, you might get a raise or a promotion. So, you know, the whole world is full of rewards. That's just kind of how life works. Of course, not for every single little thing in life, but you know. There's a lot of it out there. So I don't, I actually really have come back or I had at one point not really liked the idea of rewards and I've come around to it. This is how it's kind of worked for us. And not every family is going to want to do this. But for those of you who do want to do this, um, I have a really interesting article that I'm going to link in the show notes that talks about using incentives in the classroom. And it has tons of links to other articles. Now, some of them are pretty scientific, so I'm not going to go through all of this. I'm just going to read this one quote that I got from the, the main article. Um, but um, I recommend checking this out if you want to find out a little bit more about the science of using rewards in the classroom and incentives and such. So this article says there have been several studies on the impact of incentives in a school setting. Some experts say that children will do better in school when they're working towards tangible goals, such as a piece of candy or a small toy. Others think pupils work best when they receive breaks on homework or test grades for their successes. Then there are professionals who feel rewards should be done away with altogether, as it is a student's job to do well in school simply for the sake of learning. Teachers will need to keep in mind all sides of the debate when choosing how to manage their incentive programs within their own classrooms. 
So, yeah, it really, there's a lot of controversy over it. So mm-hmm. you can read some of the int- information on that page. There's links from there to other articles. Um, and one of the articles that I read, which was a study that was done, um, it, look, it takes an interesting look at the research on using rewards as incentives for learning. So they have their final ideas that, that come out of this article, that I took out of this article, um, were to try to find an alternative um, don't always use rewards for everything, obviously. Um, use rewards for a specific reason, like for times tables, and use rewards for a limited time. So you have an ending planned. Right. And, and that works really well, I think. Um, like, for example, for the times tables, I don't know what their reward would be, an internal reward. Some kids might very well feel really good about learning them, and, and it, it motivates them enough to do it. My kid won't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the one, the one that needs to learn the time tables, she's not there yet. <laughs> right. And, um, so I've found that you give them a reward, they get it done, then they've learned it, and then it sticks, <laughs> and then yeah. they have it for the future, and it does make math so much easier once they have those times tables memorized. So, you know, that's one example of how you could use it in a positive way. Um, let's see, and there's, um, also another article that, or a, a blog entry, I believe this one was a blog entry um, that I have linked here for a mom that talks about how she uses incentives in homeschooling specifically, because obviously the previous examples was for school, but it's still relevant. Yeah. Um, this one talks about how she uses incentives or how incentives when she was a kid that at her school growing up caused her to go from a B to an A student. Um, she says, at that age, I suppose I didn't understand the value of studying and learning, but given a goal that I could reach for, I rose to the occasion. My own experience is probably a big reason why I use incentives in homeschooling. While I try to instill the value of being well-educated, I can see that my children don't really understand why all this will be important someday. See, that's mm-hmm. a big thing here for me, too. And although I do try to show them the relevance of for instance, math in their lives right now, that doesn't always connect with why they need to sit and complete a math paper. So I do offer incentives at home, such as candy, silly bands, Wii, or TV time. I try to vary things and keep it fun. So rewards do work, and the key is to find your kid's currency. In our family, it's computer time, um, and I can leverage this because there's no computer time until time is earned, one hour at a time. So they don't get any computer time at all until they've done whatever it is I want them to do. And they know, like, chores. They get their whole chores done, they get an hour. They get, you know, X amount of pages done in math, they get an hour. And so I, I only give it to them one hour at a time, and I use Time's Up Kids um, to be able to do that. It's a program that I've talked about before. I'll put the show, link in the show notes. Um, it's a fabulous program that you can put on your computer that you can set it to whatever you want. Timesupkids.com with a Z, t- kids with a Z. And the link will be in the show notes. I used to also use iRewardChart, um, uh, an iPhone app. It's kind of like the high score house, um, except for your iPhone. It's a, it's a different company, but same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and that worked for a little while for me. It doesn't work for me anymore, but some of you guys out there might really like it. Um, giving your kid stars and rewards, they cash it in for rewards. I have actually found for my family, what works really well is to immediately, to give them immediate computer time. You don't, they don't build it up. They don't carry it over. Tiran has tried <laughs> many times to say, remember that book that I read last week? Right, right. <laughs> you never gave me any time for that. And I'm <laughs> like, you know what, kid? You needed to say that back then. <laughs> exactly. No carryovers. <laughs> you can't carry it over. And now I will give them a carryover if it's like um, 8.30 at night and they've earned an hour, but there's no time to play the hour. Then I will, I can go into Time's Up Kids and I can go into tomorrow and give them an hour so that when they get up in the morning, it's automatically on the computer. All they have to do is log in and they can play. Mm-hmm. So I can do that. Um, and, and there have been times when Maven will do that because it's just like, you know, maybe she'll have 45 minutes and she really wants to do the full hour. So, so that works really well for us. But, um, but I, I, I don't do well with having to try and keep track. Even, even if the, I, the app is keeping track for me, just having to plug it in all the time was just, turned into a big chore to me. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot to give them the stars for that. Oh, I forgot to give them the stars for that. <laughs> but for some people, that would work really, really well. I just have that personality it didn't work well for. Uh, let's see. My kids get an hour for doing all their chores. They get an hour for um, doing X amount of pages. So for me, even it's two pages of math. And for Tyrion, it's one page. And that's front and back. 
So it depends on the kid. Um, they get an hour only if they do it without whining and fighting. If they whine and fight, I remove time. So like if Tyrion finished his whole page, but he whined and complained the whole time, right. he might he might get a half an hour, he might get nothing. <laughs> yeah. So it depends on his behavior, and I'll remind him. Uh, I'm going to be removing time if you don't cut it out. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So and and he usually will shape up when I remind him that he's not going to get his full hour if he doesn't do this without complaining. I don't expect him to be perfectly happy about it, but you know, enough with the whining. <laughs> I have the same thing. I'm like, if you continue, then you're not going to. Even if you finish this math page, you will earn. Right. We have Xbox time. You will earn no Xbox time. Right. Right. So, and then, and then once they finished their math, um, I, I kind of go day by day with whatever it is that I want them to get done. Cause some days I'm, I get off track and I'm just like, well, just as, as long as you get this done, then you can get an hour. But right. sometimes I go, you know what? That's not enough to get an hour. So you can do that. And then if you go pick up all those things over there, then I'll give you an, I just kind of go with whatever I can see around the house that needs doing and what it is that I want them to get done. So I kind of just play with it day by day and it seems to work for us. It works pretty well. Cause my kids are coming to me literally every day. Mom, what can I do to get an hour mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is like the most said phrase in our house mom what can i do to get an hour <laughs> which drives me nuts sometimes but but you know it helps me to go let's see the kitchen table needs cleaning go clean off the kitchen table and sweep the floor underneath and then you can have an hour you know right so just and depending on the kid obviously maven has to do more than Tyrion does because he's five years younger so it's a different different exactly. thing it makes him. sense yeah it has to make sense to the child so uh, let's see. Oh, I also give them a, an hour when they finish a chapter book. Um, although nowadays I don't give Maven an hour for her chapter books because she doesn't need incentive anymore. It was more back when she needed incentive to keep her reading. Tyrion, actually, I'm probably going to be starting to remove that too since he obviously doesn't really need it. I don't want to reward him for things. That was actually one of the things in the, one of the articles that I linked to. Um, rewarding them for things that they don't need incentives for actually makes it so that they don't want to do the thing anymore. So I don't want to change their love of reading because now I've given them a reward so they don't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there was some kind of research about that, which kind of makes sense if you think about it. So I primarily use um, an hour on the computer, pretty much almost always only use an hour on the computer. But you can use other things. There's all kinds of great things that I've seen on some of these uh, pages that I have been... um, that I have been researching today. And one of the things that, of course, is pretty obvious is just giving him verbal reinforcement, positive reinforcement, doing, oh, you're doing a great job. Oh, that looks really good. You know, that kind of thing. That's that's a reward in and of itself, just hearing mom give you a you know, high five. I oftentimes will give Tyrion a high five for um, when he figures something out. And um, a really good reward in our family that I use actually quite a lot is just getting silly with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> I have gotten really creative with this over the years too. I just get really crazy and silly and stupid. The kids love it when you get stupid, you know? Um, <laughs> like, um, I, I, with Tyrion, I was doing the other day when he was doing math, um, and he was being so crabby and grouchy about it. So I just started putting on the goofiness and, um, he would answer a problem and then I would, re- I would sing it. <laughs> I would sing, you know, 16 plus Four is twenty. Yeah, <laughs> it's like really, really, really bad. And he was cracking up because I just sounded so dumb. And I would put do the whole, you know, jazz hands and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it turned math into a silly, fun time with mommy. So he was no longer whimpering and whining and crying. So <laughs> that seems to work really well with my kids. Yeah. Anything that reduces them to giggles. Um, And also, I just like them to have positive memories of school time. I don't want every single, you know, memory that they have of their, of their homeschooling. Mommy, get down there and do your work, you know? Right. (laughs) And I have actually read, I think I've mentioned on the show before that, that the, the emotions that you're feeling when you're doing, when you're learning something really affects whether or not you learn it too. So if you have a lot of really negative emotions, you're less likely to actually retain the information. So, Mm -hmm. um, I try to, <laughs> I can't do it all the time, obviously, but I try to, I try to help them have some positive memories, but you know, some things you just got to do. Uh, let's see what else. Um, food treats. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I would never use food treats, but heck, 
they work oh yeah. my goodness i started using fishy crackers that same day that i was doing i was a it was a rough day yeah. <laughs> that same day that i used the silly so- songs i also used fishy crackers mm-hmm. and i started just popping them in his mouth every time he got an answer right mm-hmm. and i started to say good doggy and pat him on the head because tyran is all about being silly and goofy so it was not a demeaning thing let me tell you it was a silly thing um i'm not i don't normally treat my do- child like a dog I think everybody's <laughs> child has played puppy at but it was really it, you know it was my desperate attempts to make him laugh and it worked yeah. <laughs> so then i just grabbed the the whole container of fishy crackers and started popping one in every single time he finished a problem correctly i would pop it in if he didn't do it correctly i go oh, oh no not right you know and he'd fix it <laughs> and i'd pop it in his mouth you know and that worked really well and then of course maven had to come over and be silly and she's all about playing doggy and stuff too so i had to do some throw some fish to her too but <laughs> but um yeah even the 12 year old can get down on the floor and wag her tail like a dog <laughs> <laughs> but um you know whatever works i at one point when we were trying to do a math marathon i I knew that it was going to be a struggle. And I knew it was going to be a fight. So I was thinking all about rewards. And I was like, okay, how can I make this so they really want to do it? So I went to them and I said, I'm going to go get snacks just for if you finish this amount of pages, you know, because I was having them do like, like massive amounts of pages to get finished with that book. Um, and so Maven chose Oreos and Tyran chose cheese puffs, like mm-hmm. the Trader Joe's cheese puffs. And so I went and I got a bag for Tyrion and a container for Maven and that was their that was their reward and as they were I was going to give it to them the whole thing when they were done but then I realized they needed kind of as they go along so I gave them a little after they did a certain number of problems I'd give Maven a cookie or two and and Tyrion would get a pile you know that kind of thing so it worked they they it, they like knuckled down and got that work done it just like was amazing and so that's all I wanted to do was get that those darn books from last year finished right. <laughs> uh let's see what else warm fuzzies you've done the warm fuzzies I'll we let you have tell done about the that. warm fuzzies um <clears throat> we did warm fuzzies um last the end of last year um i've changed completely our reward system now it, it completely centers around the xbox now i've given yeah. up on oh, al- sure. any and all other forms because really nothing works as well as that xbox does i know i know yeah and you know what i was going to say i made it so it doesn't matter when you do your work it doesn't matter when anything happens you don't get to play xbox after dinner that way i'm not hounded about it all day long Ooh, that's a good idea is it time to play xbox now they know they can't play Xbox until their dishes are in the sink. And then, in addition to that, I also get hounded about dessert a lot. And oh, I, no. I told them no dessert until video game time was over. And so they get their their time to play the video games, but they can't bug me about when they're going to get dessert. But the minute they turn the Xbox off, they're welcome to go and get their dessert. Right. kind of works well. It, it, it makes the day flow better. Less uh, hounding on my part. Yeah, hounding is a big thing over here, too. I actually have the kids in the morning having computer time before I get out of bed, which is nice because I get to sleep in a little. Um, But after that, the hounding does start. (laughs) So we did the warm fuzzies. And the way we did the warm fuzzies is at the beginning of the day, everybody had an empty um, baggie. I was going to use cups, but then I remembered how much stuff gets knocked off my table all the time (laughs) while we're working. Like pencils fly all the time. And um, so I I went with baggies because then they're not less likely to fall off the table and make a loud noise mm-hmm. and um i had the big baggie called the bank and they had their little empty baggies with their names and so whenever i would see them working quietly I, it wasn't like they knew exactly when they were going to get one mm-hmm. and so when i'd see them working quietly or really trying hard on something or whatever i would give them a fuzzy but in which the are pom-poms. which are they're yeah they're just little pom-poms i actually yeah. found some really cute ones that were like uh shiny like um really cool ones yeah. and and there were big ones and little ones and um but the thing is that just as quickly as you got a fuzzy, you could lose the fuzzy. Because if you start um, yelling, complaining, any, or if your pencil hit the floor too many times, because that's really one of my pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, st- I'm going to stop buying round pencils altogether. I can't stand how often they hit the floor. But I have, a hard- <laughs> I have hardwood floors, so they're really yeah. loud when they hit the floor. <laughs> Not as loud as the globe the other day. But, oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was actually terrifying. But um, so... You know, you, you got the warm fuzzies for doing well, but you got the warm fuzzies taken away when you, you know, did things that weren't 
Um, and I, w- I wouldn't take them away for just little things. You know, your pencil yeah. would have had to hit the floor for the sixth time or, you, yeah. have, you know, decide you'd rather put your head down on the table and cry than to do a math problem, which happens around here far too often. Yeah. And, um, and then at the end of the day, I would add up their warm fuzzies and I had a chart on the wall that I would write down how many warm fuzzies they had. And every warm fuzzy was 25 cents. And I know that sounds like, oh my gosh, that would be horrible. You know, at the end of the week, I'd be broke. <laughs> but honestly, it, the kids never got more than like $5 in a week. <laughs> between the give and the take of the fuzzies there yeah. was also the rule that if there was any homeless fuzzies meaning they weren't in a baggie they automatically went back to the bank <laughs> and if you were caught taking anyone else's fuzzies then all of your fuzzies went straight back into the bank oh wow <clears throat> yes so that worked pretty well for a while but um it it really just got to the point that it was even that got to be too annoying and just got to be easier to go, okay, get this done without whining, crying, screaming right. or anything else. And then you can play Xbox for an hour, you know, uh, at the end of the day. Right. And if they do really well, I give them longer than an hour. Like there's been times when I say, you know, okay, well, you guys can earn your hour and then they've done really well and they haven't fought and they haven't cried. And then I go, okay, you know, you guys can play for a little while longer tonight. Why don't you guys go ahead and start playing um, now? And I'll, and I, I always cut them off by 830 in the evening. I don't like them playing past 830 because then they stay awake. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all hyped up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, that worked pretty, that works pretty well for us. Yeah. And then stickers, you've done stickers as well, haven't you? Uh, yeah, a similar plan. We had um, a sheet that was made up that showed um, what subjects everybody did each day. Mm-hmm. And as they completed their subjects and uh, and completed the work, they would get a sticker on that one. And then when they had all of their stickers for that day, then they got their time on the Xbox. Okay. But it got to the point that I, I didn't need to track each individual thing because I have now you know you know i have my title of mean mommy and i still keep it um you don't leave the table until it's done Mm -hmm. and if that means that you sit there and eat dinner and then you sit there after dinner because you refuse to do the last three problems on your math sheet well so be it you sit there a little while longer until you decide to get it done and realistically i've only had jack really that's had to sit at the table for any length of time because danielle finally goes you know what she's not going to give up on this one (laughs) and she just do it whereas you know jack Actually, I, I would almost say that he enjoys spending time with his head down on the table crying because no. <laughs> he often seems to prefer that to, you know, coloring. Like for history, he would rather, you know, that's what I need to find is something that's that, uh, not a reward so much, maybe a reward, but something that'll snap him out of that head down on the desk crying thing. Yeah, yeah, something that, something silly. Something silly, yes. <laughs> Yeah, and another thing that a lot of people like to do that I have yet to use yet, but um, I really want to, it's actually been something that I really wanted to do for a while and I need to make time for, is um, earning special time with mommy and daddy. Mm. Um, that's a great reward, um, and it's free. So you can have a night out with mommy or daddy, um, depending on, you know, whatever works for you and your family. Um, you know, if you've done, you know, whatever the X amount of work is, you earn. I would say for something like that, I would, for my family, I would probably have like an entire week where she got all of her work done each day without fuss. Then maybe on, you know, Saturday in the afternoon, maybe I'll take her somewhere or something, something that preferably doesn't cost any money. But even she, she's just happy. Maven is just happy going with me to doing run errands even because yeah. just time alone with mommy is, is special. So yeah, it doesn't happen very often. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Let's see. I also have links here to a couple of other bloggers and some of the things that they've said about how they've um, used rewards. So you guys can read some of those articles. Um, and and one of the articles, one of the other articles that I I'm going to post the link here to, um, I thought was uh, pretty good because it talks about in order to be able to have a whole reward system that works well, make sure you break everything down and let them know. The art, I should say, the article was about I'm homeschooling my kid and my house is a battle zone, is the name of the question, I guess, that they sent into this empoweringparents.com website. And oh my so, gosh, I totally bookmarked that like oh, two did you? weeks ago to read. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know I sent it to my pocket because I have that pocket app and I sent it to my pocket to read it on my Kindle. Oh, it's so funny, funny that you had you found the same article. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they talk about using a reward system. But one of the things that they talk about is to break, you know, whatever it is that they need to do down for the day. Break it down so that it's really clear and they know what it is that they need to, you know, what's expected of them for the day. Which is like, for example, why I started doing to-do lists on the back of my um 
on, on our chalkboard doors. So, um, which by the way, I'm putting a link in the show notes to the paint. If anybody's interested, we just painted the back of the doors with chalkboard paint. So now we have chalkboards on the back of our doors. (laughs) It's pretty cool. works pretty well. Um, and then, you know, of course, they've also mentioned using your, use the child's currency. That was two of the big things from that one article. Um, so that's basically it. If you use rewards and it works really well for you, uh, go ahead and leave a um, comment on the show notes, which will be at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 26. Um, we would love to hear what you use with your kids and what works and and even if you don't, if you don't use it and you you have a reason why you don't like rewards, because I can totally understand the other side of it as well. Because I, I I understand there's a there's a lot of people who feel, you know, they they just need to get the work done and they don't need to be rewarded for it. I can mm-hmm. understand that as well. Like I said, for my family, this works, but for somebody else, I can totally understand. I'd love to see comments about that as well. To see, you know, to have a, a have a conversation going about you know, both sides of the, of the, of the issue. Right. So I think that pretty much covers it. Did that cover everything? Awesome. Yes, I think so. So if you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us. And if you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Savvy Homeschool, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool Moms. We're on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool. And on Instagram, we are Savvy Homeschool Moms. To leave us a voicemail message with your questions or comments, call 559-426-6670 or drop us an email at moms at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. For links to resources shared in this episode and if you notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. You can also find Becky on the web at BeckyTatro.com and I can be found at HomeschoolRealm.com and the links for those are also on the Savvy Homeschool Moms website on our about pages. And I guess that's everything. So goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Have a great week and come back and take a break with us again next time. Bye. Bye. The topic will end up being indefinite. Of course, my phone rings. One hour at a time. You have got to be kidding me. (laughs) I don't need to reward him. You have got to be kidding me. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) This is going to be such a fun edit job. (laughs) 